powered by passion. It's National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5 with your host, National Fixed Operations Training Manager, Corey Smith. Welcome to Fixed Ops 5. I'm your host, Corey Smith, National Fixed Operations Training Manager with National Auto Care. Today, I'm being joined by Zach McVickers, uh, who is the founder and CEO of Onboardian. Zach, how are you doing today? Doing great, Corey. Appreciate you inviting me on here, man. Super excited. Oh, me too. This is going to be a great episode. This is called Mindset and Developing Smart Goals for Your Team. Uh, before we jump into it, Zach, give our listeners an elevator speech of who you are and what you do. Yeah, yeah, no. So I've uh, been a car guy pretty much my entire career. Um, father of four amazing children. Um, oh, so you know, awesome. Yeah, so I've taken and ran a lot of operations inside of the automotive space and even actually a little bit in the RV space. Um, but, you know, as a, as a whole, we've created a, it's a first practice platform, let's just say, I've created innovative role-playing, um, an entire ecosystem for dealerships where try to simplify their tech stack, bring everything into one and help connect and teach in a much easier way by simplifying everything that we do. And so, and as at a high level, that's, that's what we do. And, uh, that's what I'm passionate about is really changing the, per- the perception of our industry, um, and making everything easier. Well, this episode was built for you then, sir. (laughs) So 2021 was difficult for all of us, right? We could all say that, right? Um, But especially those in the the frontline workers of the dealership. We are now fresh into 2022. This is the time of year that we're all thinking of ourselves and our teams to, to better ourselves than we were last year, whether it's a New Year's resolution of working out more or eating better or spending more time with friends and family. At the dealership level, what can managers, salespeople, and service advisors do to be a better version of themselves in 2022? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Corey. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of areas you can go with that, right? It's like I think first of all, the, 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 taking a step back on the the goals, right? How can I be a better? How can I become a better version of myself? Um, a goal is something that you want to accomplish, right? But I think it's more importantly is we've got to start focusing on creating more action plans um, in my mind. It's like, it's, it's great that we want to accomplish that. I think it's the first step, but how are we going to get there? Um, and so to start out, that's, that's kind of where my head is, is we've got to focus more on the action plans and the items that we're actually going to do in order to accomplish those goals um, and become a better version of ourselves. And so yeah. What kind of resources are out there to, to keep the teams motivated? So let's, let's say the manager or the leadership team, or even the, the owner of the dealership says, you know what? I listened to this podcast. It was great. It got my wheels turning. I do this with the team. Now, how do they keep them motivated to being a better version of themselves? Yeah. So I think that honestly, this was a struggle for me because like I was always looking for that, right? Because for us, um, anyway, on the sell side, advisor side, you know, we're, we're in 90 plus percent mental business where we've got to, we've got to keep ourselves motivated. We got to keep ourselves, you know, and, and attention and, and really working towards our goals. And, and there wasn't a lot for me, but within the last, you know, year and a half to two years, podcasts, just like this one, Corey, you know, um, are, are probably one of the best resources that you could really find right now. Um, and so that's the kind of the first recommendation that I would have to, to have everybody listening to something like this. But more importantly, I think to stay motivated, we got to stay connected with our employees. I think that's part of the problem is we, we, we think that, again, money and, and, and certain things like that, goals and numbers are really what drive our people. And, and we're living in a completely different time now. And so for us, we've got to figure out what's important to our employees. How do we, if we want to keep our employees motivated, figure out what's important to them and what they want to accomplish and then help them accomplish that. 
that's going to keep them motivated to help you grow your business in my opinion anyway. And it's like, you got to track it. That it goes right back to, like I just said, is goals are great, but what is the action items? What are we going to do in making sure that we're tracking those and making progress towards it? Um, because that's, I think, why most goals are missed. But we got to get beside our people and figure out what's important to them um, if we want them to, to, to care about what's important to us. I really like that. So if I'm an owner of a dealership, taking what you're saying to heart, I got to get to know my people. I have such a big dealership. How am I going to do that? Right. <laughs> So do we send out a survey to get to know them? Do I sit with them one-on-one? -on -one? I mean, what's the, what's, the, what's the fastest way to get to that, right? Yes, yes. Do you have, do you have a way of doing that? Is, is, is it a survey? Is it just getting, getting the employees to kind of fill in the blank of who you are and what can I do to make you, you know, motivated? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question, Corey. And I think this is probably one of the biggest challenges for um, leaders in, in today is because for us, we want to we want to turn things around as fast as we can, right? We want to we want to get to this point as quick as we can, so we can get to the next thing. But this is a new challenge because this takes commitment and sacrifice for the long term success goal, right? We got to focus more on that long term success rather than this short term game. And so this is something that is going to take time. And unfortunately, I feel like most most people, most leaders aren't willing to, to, to invest that time to learn about the people because surveys are great. I think that's good, but that's that consistent ongoing thing. Our people got to know we care. And if we're doing something or we're trying to utilize something that isn't personable, then it's just, it's not going to be effective in my opinion. And so yeah. we've got to have the conversations. We've got to bring our people together. We've got to ask them what's going on. Like, Hey, what are some of the challenges you're facing? How can I help you? Because in my opinion, a great leader they move the obstacles out of the way for their people. And so they can become successful. But if we're not even asking what those obstacles are, how are we going to find them? Right. And, and some, some employees are going to have different motivational factors than other employees. Like you and I are, are similar in age. Mm -hmm. I'm motivated by money. Okay. I'll, I'll say that. I got no problem yeah. with that. <laughs> um, the newer, younger generation they're not motivated 100% by money. They're motivated by experiences or maybe a day off, right? So now you've got to tailor just like you would if you were selling a car to a customer. You've got to tailor your presentation <laughs> to that employee, right? Yeah. You're not talking to the masses anymore. Those masses, have, we've become smaller, right? Your newer, younger generation has different wants and needs, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's, again, a, a great thing that kind of leading to a great thing for me is like there's a major, I think, separation. We've got two major generations that right now with our in our, in our business. And unfortunately, it's it's not going to get easier. It's only going to continue multiplying because you think about statistics. I think Cox Automotive said by 2025, over 75 percent of all new hires coming into the auto industry are going to be millennials. It's going to be this younger generation. Well, it's the first generation that's grown up with technology their entire lives. They communicate in an entirely different way. And it's these soft communication skills that, you know, the traditional leaders, people that like us have been in the business for so long, you know, we, we say that they don't have that ability. Well, it's like they don't have what it takes. No, it's they want to do things smarter, but they want to do things easier and quicker. And they don't want to do things that we've the way we've done them for such a long time because they've learned that that's not the most efficient, effective way. And <laughs> they've got a different creative mindset. And so... Yeah, it's uh, for us. I think we have to understand that gap. We have to understand why they communicate differently. Um, and for me, I was always one to just take off and run. Let's go. Let's lead our team. We got to make sure our team's behind us. 
Yeah. Uh, we got to make sure they're coming along with us. And so we got to figure out that new way to communicate with them. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't, you'd be on the island all by yourself. <laughs> yeah. right. That's true. It's happened. It's happened for sure. And so, yes. So do you have any um, analytics or numbers to kind of back into the dealership to give them some kind of a, a, a basis of that? If I spend time getting to know my team, training them, do I retain that employee longer than I would if I didn't, right? There's all kinds of data out there. Um, what have you seen? Yeah, this, this is what I can say. And I think that anybody that's been into in the automotive industry for such a long time, um, you know, in, in, so as far as the sales position, you know, we, the, the turnover for the salesperson position has continued to grow. It's, it's only gotten worse. And now it's, it's up to almost 90%. Um, I believe I saw as far as the new statistics saying 90% turnover in the salesperson position alone. Um, and again, going back to the generation gap, there's a large multi, there's a large amount of dealerships that are about to lose a lot of their technicians because technicians have been there for 20, 25, 30, 35 years. And so for, for me, it's like, I think there's been so much data that's just really continuously spotlighting that we're not getting better. We're only getting worse. And I did a poll recently and asked, you know, if we sat down with somebody and role played for just 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day for 30 days, what do you think that would increase their performance based off of some experiences you may have had with people that you've taken under your wing and done that with? And over half of them said that it would be at least 30% plus on increasing their performance. And so for me, that's more what I would focus on is the, the stuff that's going to help us get to our goal, right? And so training development, it takes, it takes more sacrifice and commitment and again, the long-term gain. Um, and so for me, it's, it's, we've got we've to gotta take a bigger focus on that. We've got to focus more and really put in the, the actions that, that get us those results because again, it's not getting better. It's only getting worse every single year. And it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I really agree with that. And then, and it almost reminds me of, you know, when we all played sports, we didn't just show up to the game and play. We had practice yes. but for whatever reason. When we started a job, we punch in at this time, we punch out at this time, we go home. That's it. Mm -hmm. yes. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Right. Yes. Yes. So, I like that short-term training because I think it will speak to the older generation like us and the younger generation that, you know, doesn't have that attention span or wants to get, wants to just get going. Right. Yes. So to have them 15 minutes, start training them on something, a certain topic and hitting it over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, if, if I saw, you know, 10,000 fastballs, I'd be better at hitting fastballs when the time came for me right. to be in that position. Right. If I get an objection from a customer and I overcame it 30 other times, <laughs> I get it. I'm a 31 and a, a live customer. I'm going to be better at it. Right. right. I, I love that. So with this topic and, and you really hit a good point on the technicians, the technicians, it hasn't been very good for a while where you have technicians that want to retire, maybe be an advisor, maybe be a manager, or just want to get out of the business altogether because it's a lot of pounding on their, on their bodies. I believe going into 2022, you almost have to treat um, your dealership like a, a minor league baseball team would. You've got to have somebody in there that you're training, right? When, when the older person leaves or when the other person wants to retire, and having your own 
you know, group of technicians that you're teaching at the same time, I think will obviously give you better depth when that person does leave. You're not like, oh my goodness, where, what are we going to do next? Right. Right. That could be a whole nother topic that we could talk about uh, later. Um, But let's wrap up with what are your three takeaways from this, this episode in your mind that a service advisor, an agent that's listening, someone in the leadership of the, at the dealership can take away from this episode and really bring back into their dealership? Yeah, I, I think for me, again, we're talking about goals at the beginning of the year, right? We've got to create our action plan with our goals. Mm-hmm. We've got to create that roadmap, the, the specific things we're going to do in order to accomplish those. The other side of it is we've got to figure out... and we. Again, I've went through this. We've got to put our pride to the side <laughs> and understand just because we've done something this way for so long doesn't mean that's the best way today. And so we've got to figure out a way to connect with our people so much better. And we got to, you got to utilize them because they bring so much to the table if we only ask the questions. And that's the other side of it. We've got to spend more time, we got to invest more time in their development. Otherwise, uh, again, with the fast changing industry we're in, we're, we're going to get further and further behind. Those are some great takeaways. I really appreciate it. If you want to deliver a legendary customer experience that gets your customers coming back and encouraging them to invite their friends and their family into your establishment, then you've caught the gold standard of customer service vision. Do you want a more cohesive team that delivers a higher level of customer service that will result in more revenue for your dealership? We provide the tools, knowledge, training needed to unlock that potential of your dealership. For more information on this topic, and others, or to submit a question or to be a guest on the show, feel free to send me an email, csmith at nationalautocare.com. Zach, that's all the time that we have for today. Really appreciate you being on this episode. And I'm going to ask this question like I ask every guest. Will you please come back? <laughs> I will, Corey. I had an awesome time. Thank you for inviting me, sir. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, it's awesome. Definitely coming back. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening to National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5 with Corey Smith. Powered by passion. Be sure to watch and listen to the next episode on the 5th and 20th of every month.